The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, L. Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. L. Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt L. Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious professionals. How about hypnosis? Let's get thrown Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. In three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the WrestleCast. This is episode 305. Uh, shout out to Trick Daddy and Dwayne Wade, um, Miami-Dade County for life. Um, as we are here with Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, and we are here to talk about day one. Uh, what are they calling it now? Premium live event. Brought to you by the WWE. How are you, Mo? Yes. I'm good. I'm better than I was on Saturday when everything just came crumbling down. I was just like, I was like upset, but then I was just like, you know what? I said, when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, you got to hold your head up high. Pretty much. (laughs) Got to. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens going forward. Thank you for joining me here on the WrestleCast proper. Uh, we are brought to you by the CSPN. This is the mothership of the wrestling podcast here. Uh, yes, this is the originator. So we do this after pay-per-view events for those of you who are new to the show. Thank you. Uh, welcome to 2022. Um, we will start off with the day one kickoff show where we have Ridge Holland and Sheamus teaming up against Cesaro and Ricochet. Uh, so about a third of a way into the match, there is a assisted, uh, front flip move that turned into like a stomp, uh, perpetuated by Cesaro and Ricochet. Well, everything went smooth except for the stomp came right across the nose of Ridge Highland, mm-hmm. and he was unable to continue. It said, "Man, nose was shattered." I said, "I don't know if it was you, no one knew it was somebody else that said um, Rich Highland's uh, body's made of glass," and I just laughed. <laughs> so. Uh, yes, as uh, everybody remembers, or most people would remember, uh, Ridge Holland getting a push last year uh, with Pat McAfee and uh, uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan and Pete Dunn and their faction, and uh, he suffered a gruesome broken leg uh, as he took a, as he took a dive. Uh, you know, someone dove onto him and his leg got caught up underneath him uh, when he went down and to get stretched out. And then now he's up on the main roster. Um, you know, one of his real first showcase matches on the main roster. And Ricochet splatters his nose. Yep. Well, back to the match. The giant swing sets up the sharpshooter, but Sheamus makes the ropes. Ricochet comes in for a save and knocks Sheamus to the outside where he gets caught with the white noise on the floor. Cesaro catches a returning Sheamus with an uppercut for a two count, but the broke kick gives Sheamus the win. So you mean to tell me Sheamus can beat up Cesaro and Ricochet with no Ridge Island? He can. He can do that. Hmm. Mm. I don't oh, like that. You can't, you, can't beat up, you can't beat up Rich. Um, you can't beat him up. I'm not. 
I'm not I'm not liking that because that's Cesaro and Ricochet, man. They're two very capable um wrestlers who should not be losing uh basically what was a glorified handicap match to Ridge Island. Well, basically to Sheamus at this point and not Ridge Island. Right. But these are the breaks. So the commentary recaps the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns situation. Uh, and then we head into the official start of the premium live event as it's the SmackDown tag team champion tag team championship match. The Usos taking on the New Day. The daybreak gives Xavier Woods two count, but he gets sent into the corner. Bunch of super kicks drop Kingston, and a double oose gets two as Woods makes a diving save. With the super kicks not working, the Usos bust out the 3D, take that bully ray, and they retain the SmackDown tag team titles. So it's actually now called the 1D. Mm-hmm. Because it's because they the one so so one so I guess it's either probably one day or day one. Mm. So just to give you a heads up on that. Uh, your thoughts on the match, sir? Um, New Day, Usos. If you go, if you go look, if you go look back at in, in WWE history, years down the road, they're gonna say greatest tag team rivalries. We gonna have these two teams right here. Um, great match. Um, no, I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the match. Um, I said that this was the modern day version of the Rock and Roll Express versus Midnight Express, Usos versus New Day. They're going to put on a banger of a match regardless of the stipulation or the circumstances. Um, You know, whether they have a three-month build or a three-minute build, whether it's a promo battle or a backstage uh, interaction, these four guys really put it down and this was no different sorry um xavier woods at least you didn't get pinned in your hometown but your team did lose that's true we get a video on big e who loves being positive but can turn on the seriousness when he needs to big e says he's ready for everyone even if no one had this on their new year's bingo cards tonight uh we see the migos backstage they're cutting a promo they say they're big fans they can't wait uh, for the rest of the show, Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Moss can't quite get a net breaker on, so McIntyre t- uh, takes him into the corner. The top rope superplex is broken up, and McIntyre is tied in the tree of way- woe. But that's fine with him, as he does the sit-up into the big toss off the top, and then he hits the Claymore to finish off Madcap Moss. Why did that match take so long? It's a good question. I understand that it's a pay-per-view or excuse me, premium live event. But I mean, it's Mad Cat Mall told me. Kevin Woods calls this a tragedy or a travesty, whichever you prefer, because this was a three-way match to start, and now it's five people fighting for one title. Worry not though, because he's going to go talk to Seth Rollins. Uh, we see a video on Seth Rollins looking at how he got here and all of his past successes. Now it's time for the Raw Tag Team title match as the Street Profits are taking on RK-Bro. The RKO is countered into a roll-up to get Montez Ford a two-count. Orton is sent shoulder-first into the ring post, but that's enough to send the champs to the outside where Montez Ford hits a huge running dive over the corner. Back in, Montez Ford heads up top only to miss his top rope maneuver. Instead, Riddle comes back in to set up the pop-up RKO 
and the champs retain the Raw Tag Team titles. Well, all right. Not not thrilled about that one. Um, that doesn't give you the same feeling that SmackDown tag team title match did. Only because my because Bianca designed their um the Street Profits um gear and um we got um. It was cool. I mean, it was just we had we had a lot of jokes in the space, you know, like how the um, Beagles going to um, going to going to set up the uh, the black tag team. I mean, it was just down there ringside, you know, just to watch the match. After the match, we got a ring full of people celebrating. The Migos were celebrating with Randy Orton and. Uh, and Riddle, and then Montez Ford and Dawkins join in as well, which I thought was kind of weird, but okay. I mean, it's you got to think about it. It's Migos, so it's like you don't really have a face. You don't really have a heel tag team in this match, so they're basically good sports and everything, so they got there just celebrating just for the, just for the hell of it. Drew McIntyre's backstage. He doesn't have much to say about his win. When Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss jump him with Corbin crushing his neck with a lighting truss. Now, you want to save it for Mo Mouse or do you want to save it for here? We can save it for... Well, go ahead. Give it here. Give it a little nugget here. So, apparently, um, Drew has had neck issues, so... This was the way of him writing him off a of TV. Mm. So I guess those that's more of plans going out the window with um or SmackDown because they don't have so I don't know, it, it, it this is gonna be a real iffy kind of situation right here. Mm-hmm. Like who they gonna have to challenge Roman because Roman because, you know, Brock is all about still wanting to face Roman for the title. Mm-hmm. Now, Drew, he got injury, so, or right. needs the time off. So, yeah, that, yeah, things uh, definitely uh, have taken a turn for the worse as far as what they probably had planned versus now having to scramble around who's available. Right. Um, there was a video that surfaced over the weekend where it looked like Sasha Banks was hurt, but she looked like her ankle got caught up underneath and she might have just sprained her ankle real bad. But uh, and according to her, she said she's fine. Thanks, mm-hmm. she said, thanks, thanks for the concern. Right. right. So I just think she might have sprained her ankle really bad. Yeah. Uh, we see a video of Bianca Belair who has come a long way to get a scholarship to the University of Tennessee. And now, Brock Lesnar is asked about the WWE title match and goes into a Paul Heyman impression, saying he's a free agent, thanks to Heyman, and tonight he is winning that WWE title, and that is a spoiler. Damn, Mo. He told us to. He said, he said, I'm going to tell y'all. I'm going to tell y'all. Y'all ain't going to like it. We recap Miz versus Edge. Um, Edge returned a few weeks ago, but the returning Miz with Maurice returned for a big uh, talking segment with both of them praising and insulting each other's careers. Of course, Miz got the better of things more than once, but Edge gave them a brood bath to ruin their renewal of their wedding vows. And now we have our match. Miz versus Edge. Maurice gets in a cheap shot of some kicks and the skull crushing finale gets two count. Here comes Beth Phoenix to chase Maurice off, leaving Edge to spear Miz for the win. Yep. Can you say mixed tag team match? Yes, you can say mixed tag team match. Because this is what was this is what was um in the cards. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's give a fashion cast moment to Maurice. Um, oh, yes. Yes. That's, before we go any farther, we'll just leave it there. Uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley aren't worried about Brock Lesnar being added to the title match. So then we get a recap of Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan uh, before their matchup for the Raw Women's title. Becky Lynch hits her in the face, but Lynch, uh, excuse me, but Liv is right back up with something like the oblivion off the top. The rings of Saturn goes on, but Becky Lynch reverses it into a cradle for a two count. Another attempt of the oblivion is countered into the manhandled slam. Becky is reaching for the ropes, but she never really gets there, but she doesn't need them. She pins Liv, and she retains the Raw Women's title. Yes, she does. Thought Liv looked good. I thought she looked good too. But that girl. Seth Rollins says he isn't worried about the other four people in the WWE title match. Uh in the title of um yeah, in this WWE title match because they're not Seth freaking Rollins and he's going to stomp their heads in and win. Uh so apparently they're Using the freaking every time now. Yeah, freaking is definitely going to be his. Um, that's going to be his going forward. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville of Jackass fame has declared himself an entrant into the Royal Rumble. This seems about 20 years out of place. Very out of place. I'm scared Johnny Knoxville might break something. He gets flying out of the ring at this point. So apparently they um, they was talking about um, he did a this was like years ago. They did a spot on Raw. Wait, they supposed to be the, the, not, the, um, the, the um, Jackass guys versus Umaga. Mm-hmm. And I guess they did spots. Umaga did splash spots on Steve O and Chris Pontius, but they didn't sell it properly. They were laughing nah, when when they when they do jackass stuff. They were just laughing and you know how they laugh at, at that pain and stuff. Mm-hmm. They kind of rubbed some people wrong in the, in the backstage area, so that that, that match didn't happen. Mm. That's unfortunate. Very unfortunate, but I guess they probably thought they was they're making fun of the business, bro. <laughs> uh, we recap what led us up to the WWE title match, which was a triple threat. Then it got became a four way when Bobby Lashley was at it. Now, due to Roman coming down with COVID and not being able to compete at day one. It has become a five-way with Brock Lesnar being added into the mix. So now it's time for that match as Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Big E are in a fatal five-way for the WWE title. The pop-up sit-out powerbomb gives Kevin Owens a two-count on Big E and Rollins adds a frog splash for two of his own. Lesnar is back in with F5s all around, but Lashley is back in to spear uh, Brock Lesnar down for a two count. The Hurt Lock has Brock Lesnar in trouble until Big E makes the save. There's a big ending to Lashley. Lesnar then hits an F5 on Big E for the pin, and we have a new WWE champion, and his name is Brock Lesnar. As soon as that happened, I just entered the space. (laughs) I cannot believe we got played like that. So, two new New Day members have been granted the privilege to call themselves world champion in WWE. Uh, singles runs and both taken out prematurely. 
Bye. Mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar. At least it wasn't, you know, 21 seconds or whatever it was for Kofi. Nope. But yet and still, you don't even go here. And how are you going to not only get in the match, but also win it too? Um, have you seen that meme, that video? Going it's um an old Jamie Foxx and there's that Washington clip. Mm-mm. So I guess the, Jamie was interviewing Denzel Washington, and so Denzel, so Denzel said, "Hey, he just Denzel's, Denzel's like I'm leaving with something." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen. And that. He goes, okay. he goes, um, oh hey, I'm from, I'm from around the way. I'm leaving with something. So that's what um, <laughs> I think Colin Ren posted. He was like. Um, when um, when Brock Brock when he got added to the um, the um, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match, <laughs> Brock was taking pictures with um, fans and everything. Yeah, man. There was a guy he took a picture with a guy, and we got got in a video with a guy and everything. I was like, oh, kinder, gentler Brock Lesnar that we're getting. Right. Uh, before we move on from day one, just your assessment overall of the Big E WWE title reign. I was upset about it. That how it ended because it's like, damn, I was like, Brock Lesnar strikes again. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, and it's like, I don't, and it's like, I look at it, it's like, they don't do black wrestlers that fair. I mean, Bobby Lashley was a black, but he was a heel, so he isn't like the face that, you know, Big E and Kofi was, you know, when they had the titles. So, you know, it was just like, it's like he's the, it's like, I don't see different people who elsewhere online, like Jimmy Corderas, the former WWE referee, say that this, um, Title one didn't do any, um, didn't do, um, Biggie any favors, and he might not ever get the title back again. And it's just like you want, like I said, we always say this, you know, watching this fan, you want black wrestling fans to watch the product. But when it comes to time to put someone that looks like us on the TV, and it, and it, we have a top run for the company, y'all don't do that. Y'all just be like, oh, let's um let's um just put them in there with you know give them give them a little run with the title and that's about it. You know, give them a little run with the title and um we'll have them get beat beat beaten a lot. Like it was a guy that posted um, about the matches that Biggie had. He lost all the big matches, like Roman at Survivor Series, mm-hmm. tag team tag team matches the Usos, mm-hmm. Usos won that one. And it was just like he had big matches and he lost them all. So. I thought this not was, fair, but yeah, definitely not fair. Um, I thought the Biggie reign, you know, it's like I thought this was leading to the Seth Rollins match where they would have the one on one, and Biggie would have that because he don't do thirty minutes. That is that twenty minute classic title defense match. That's what I was hoping for. We definitely did not receive anything close to that in the way that the outcome was brought to us with Brock being added to the match, Brock subsequently winning the title. Um, But I will say that I think a lot of people gained a respect for Big E that they might not have had before just based on he did not change 
who he was, how he portrayed himself as the champion. He was the same Big E that we've come to know and love with the silliness and the antics. But when it was time to put up or shut up, you knew exactly which side that he was going to be on. So I definitely enjoyed them being able to showcase that part of Biggie, you know, for many years, people have been saying, oh, he needs to be more serious. He needs to take himself more serious. Seeing the way he can become a champion, you know, the champion in this company. And I'm glad that he was able to kind of do it his own way and still get uh, a nice run with the title. Uh, I thought the day one pay-per-view was really actually pretty good, except for that Mad Cat Moss Drew McIntyre match. I thought Miz and edge uh it took them a little while to get going but oh, yeah. once they got going it was really good you kind of saw if you you know been watching understanding what's going on especially with beth phoenix sleeping the commentary desk at nxt you kind of knew that the setup for a mixed tag match was coming and they got to that in a very cool way um mm-hmm. thought the street profits were really uh, excited for their match, even though they did not come out on the winning end. I thought they had a lot of good energy, and uh, they really helped uh, make that match uh, very good. I thought Becky and Liv was really good. They started out kind of strong, but you know, Liv still um, learning um, once they got towards the middle and the end there, once she started kind of getting a little tired. Uh, there was some sloppiness that 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 crept into the match, but um, overall, I still thought that she handled herself very well on such a big stage for her. You know, she hasn't really been in this position uh, for a very long time, so I thought that she uh, handled herself very well. And uh, like I said, the opening match, Usos versus New Day, um, just another classic. Uh, from from these two teams. I mean, they've got so many bangers right now uh, that they've participated in with each other that it's getting hard to keep up with them. I'm sure they will, might go. They may come up come with a um a Usos um you know, rivals, yeah, rivals type documentary. Yeah, 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 because uh. I forgot the number of times, the number of matches that they had wrestled on like TV, but it was something like 50 something. So, you know, they they got like a very good rapport uh, with each other uh, when it comes to, to, to what they're doing with their matches. Yeah. This is the WrestleCast, episode 305. You're being brought, it's being brought to you by the CSPN. You can find CSPN on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the WrestleCast. All you have to do is uh, search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the New Day holding the WrestleCast logo on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, or whatever podcast app you use. And the WrestleCast, NXT Cast, the RawCast, SmackDown Matters will all show up in your podcast queue each and every week. So, Moe, now it's time to shift over to Monday Night Raw. We're going to go through this real fast because this was a bunch of filler. Uh, We open up with Brock Lesnar recapping him winning the WWE title on Saturday night. The lights go out and a rather happy-looking Paul Heyman is in the ring. As an advocate, Heyman would like to introduce us to his client, the new WWE champion, Brock Lesnar. So here's Lesnar, who throws some steps in the ring so he can stand up and send good wishes to Roman Reigns. <laughs> Lesnar then shouts, Now, South Carolina, acknowledge me. He thanks Heyman for all of his efforts to make the title win possible on Sunday. Heyman says, You should see the things he's done behind the scenes in WWE. He is the one who made Lesnar free agent and then got Lesnar into the title match. Tonight, he says, we will have the fatal four-way we were supposed to have originally at day one. And he starts talking about first Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, who wants to work as a team. He says, you have Rollins, who is a visionary, but he's too stupid to know that his wife is leaving him after he wins the WWE title. Who is she leaving him for? It won't be Owens because he can't beat Brock Lesnar either. 
Maybe they should be traded to SmackDown for Roman Reigns, who is vulnerable who is vulnerable without his special counsel. Heyman says one week without a special counsel, Roman Reigns already has Corona. He says, let's no, talk. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Did you think that was crossing the line? <laughs> it's I mean, Tyler Ring, Tyler Ring said that was that was kind of messed up, but it's on par with wrestling. Yeah. Well, he got suspended for um. He got suspended for, the, um, that, for that um using the drugs and whatnot. Yeah, the pids. Yeah, the, and 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 Seth got on the mic and was like, "This is a live mic." <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, Paul says, "Let's talk about MVP or not, because no one else is." He says, oh, "Bobby Lashley is a worthy <laughs> challenger, and it's true that the two of them have not met until last Saturday at day one." He says that night, Lashley speared Brock in half and put Lesnar in the hurt lock. And as Heyman told Lesnar to his face, it didn't look like Lesnar was getting out. Those shots were all from behind, though. And if Lashley wins tonight, he's going to face Brock Lesnar one-on-one. Then he says there's Big E, who they have nothing against. He says Big E was an honorable champion, and it would be an honor to beat Big E. Heyman says you're going to lose, but it would be an honor. I mean... I mean, just freestyling from the hip. <laughs> um, different dynamic as Brock is clearly more of a baby face, even though Paul is still kind of giving off the heel shtick. So it seems a little off, especially to hear Brock talk for himself with Paul Heyman out there. Um, but we'll see if that little dynamic leads to something going down the the line in, in the future. Um, Riddle comes up to Randy Orton and talks about meeting the Migos at day one. He says they should start their own rap group. Orton makes them hand over the sunglasses and gold chains before saying to remember their New Year's resolution, listen to Randy Moore. This turns into a quick rap from Riddle, and now it's time to go to the ring. RK Bro versus Alpha Academy non-title. Otis splashes Riddle, who is right back up with a running knee. The RKO is countered into a world's strongest slam, though, and Riddle gets pinned as Alpha Academy are victorious over the tag team champions. Two things. Yes, sir. Who idea was it? For Riddle to have all those gold chains, and why was it mixed? Why was it Vince McMahon's? Oh, you know it. And two, um, I think when Alpha Academy beats finally beats Arcade Bro for the titles, it's going to be such a moment because they're building. Cause the first one didn't like what they were doing with um, Otis. Mm-hmm. No. But now they made him into a formidable opponent, like a wrestler. Like, you know, built, gave him some good character building. He doesn't talk as much anymore, but he, he really did something with his character. So I applaud the efforts. Bobby Lashley says Brock Lesnar fears him. Uh, we recap AJ Styles and Amos from their debut through their breakup. Amos puts his hands on an interviewer's face and doesn't seem to want to answer any questions. <laughs> now we have our 24-7 title match where it's a mixed tag, Akira Tozawa and Tamina versus Reggie and Dana Brooke, but the title is on the line. Tozawa accidentally kicks Tamina in the face. Tamina knocks him down, and Reggie hits the running, flipping, seated senton for the pin, retaining Dana Brooke's title even though she was never involved in the match. Nope. We recap Becky surviving against Liv Morgan at day one. Becky comes out for a promo. Becky talks about how it is a new year and a lot of people think that means a new them. Their to-do list include become the Raw Women's Champion, be the top, be at the top, and 
but she says at the top of hers, excuse me, is remain Raw Women's Champion. She realizes that she has become a work of art, and that makes her WWE's Vincent Van Goat. Becky hates to break it to you, but you're not losing that 10 pounds or getting that promotion. As for everyone in the back, including Liv Morgan, you're not taking this title from her. So here comes Liv Morgan to assault Becky's jacket. And Becky's like, I like this jacket, and call her delusional. No one is harder on Liv than herself, and she will never give up on her dreams. That's when Bianca Belair comes out to say Liv isn't the EST, so Becky mocks both of them. Liv calls out Becky for not being in the women's locker room in years, but Belair cuts Liv off. Becky tells him to figure this out one-on-one, but they jump Becky instead. Belair and then Liv fight until Becky breaks it up and leaves them both laying in the middle of the ring. Well, see that that how that led up to madness. <laughs> I don't like the way that they're playing this. Like, okay, you you gonna beat up both Bianca and Liv at the same time, right? Like, okay, sure. Kevin Owens comes up to Seth Rollins and says they can work together tonight and then take the title from Brock Lesnar. It doesn't matter who wins because they can fight for the title at WrestleMania. Rollins loves the plan because they can trust each other. Rollins leave and Orton asks if he's lying. Uh, women's tag team title match, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ass versus Queen Zelina and Carmella. Ripley suplexes Vega down to start, and it's off to Nikki to take her down again. Vega comes back with a knockdown of her own into a chin lock. Nikki fights up, but Zelina Vega grabs a cradle and pins Nikki Ash to retain the WWE Women's Tag Team titles. Uh, They can go ahead and get rid of these belts and get rid of these tag teams if they're not going to really let these women have any significant time on the show. This match barely went three minutes. Of course. Uh, Nikki Asher Ripley just wasting good matches in this tag team division that nobody cares about. Nobody wants to see the tag team women's division do well. They don't want to see the belts have meaning. They are just, and oh my gosh, there's two more extra women we have to book on our show every week is how they treat this. Johnny Knoxville reiterates he's going to be in, not at, but in the Royal Rumble. Street Profits versus Commander Aziz and Apollo Crews. Aziz pulls Dawkins outside but gets posted, leaving Cruz to insecure Dawkins. Uh, we come back with Ford making a blind tag, and it's the anointment into the frog splash, and they pin Apollo Cruz. Street Profits are your winners. Um, these matches are moving super fast. It's like five-minute matches. Uh, Damian Priest is ready to retain the United States title, and he won't lose his cool. Dewdrop isn't happy with being left out of the number one contenders match because everyone is sick of the same women getting chance after chance. Sonya Deville makes a triple threat with Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, and Bianca Belair with a winner getting a shot at Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble. Real quick, going back to um, Street Profits and um, against um, Cruz and Commander Aziz. So, I mean, Montez Ford got some height mm-hmm. and after bounce on that um on that finish. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what else? When Randy Orton gave him that power slam in the yeah. day one match, his sale that was good. Yeah, he can sell. He can definitely sell. United States title matchup: Damian Priest taking on Dolph Ziggler. Priest teases going after Ziggler with the chair, but he hits Bobby Roode instead. The zigzag gets two count as Ziggler tries to super kick only to get countered into the reckoning. And Damian Priest retains the United States Championship. The Priest was, was um he wanted to he was he was got DQ 
he would have lost that title. Mm-hmm. Austin Theory comes up to Vince McMahon and accidentally interrupts his phone call. Vince doesn't like Theory apologizing, but Theory is here about his rematch with Finn Balor. That doesn't work for Vince, who puts Theory into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he had him gas talking about something. You could win and go to the main event in WrestleMania. <laughs> and that man super gassed. Here, Ms. Maurice for promo. Um, we see a video on Ms. versus Edge with Beth Phoenix returning to chase off Maurice. Miz talks about how Edge needed Phoenix to bail him out at day one because he was a scared little boy. We see last week's brute bath, but Miz says true love like theirs will always win. After the wedding vows, Miz vowed to end Edge once and for all. Miz uh, asks what kind of man would need his wife to protect him, but what kind of man would do that? Maurice talks about how awesome Miz is and says she would punch Beth Phoenix in the face if she was here. So here are here are Edge and Beth Phoenix for the couple's pose. So Miz and Maurice back off. Edge is like figures. Edge talks about how scared he knows they are and throws out the challenge for the mixed tag match. Miz talks about Maurice's <laughs> moisture line. So Beth Phoenix asks, what is it going to be? Miz accepts. Maurice freaks out and falls down at the threat of Beth Phoenix throwing a right hand. Maurice storms off and Miz chases after her, trying to talk his way out of the situation he just got them into. Hey, she said she would punch in the face. She was there. So <laughs> that's like that same energy. Big E says he isn't happy with the loss on Saturday night, but it's time to start getting the title back. Now we have AJ Styles versus Amos, a phenomenal forearm attempt to swat it out of the air. The gorilla press drop makes it worse, and then a juggle, the double choke slam finishes off AJ Styles. Well, AJ, come on down to uh, NXT. We got something down here for you. So I'm wondering, in your eyes, if the report said that Madison Square Garden match was the drizzling shits, as Bruce Pritchard was saying, would you um still want to put that match on TV? Now, which match was this? This is AJ and almost at Madison Square Garden. Oh, Madison Square Garden. They said it was really bad. Yeah, that's why they was like, um, they delayed the, the match one more week for TV. Yeah. Um, that's tricky. Um, I'd probably rather be bad in front of the house show than bad on TV. They don't. Because if you look bad in the house show, you know, realistically, you know, you get a good sized crowd. What's that? 12,000 people saw you. You don't want to expose almost too much. So if you can learn from a bad match and then turn around and have a good match, then that's positive. You get what I'm saying? Like, this match was so bad. We showed you what you did wrong. Now we're going to put you in raw and put you on the match and it, it, you can come off 95% good. Then I think that's a big plus for almost. Definitely. I mean, they're bringing them along with the right person. I mean, you know, fundamentally, AJ Styles is probably a, a very good person to work with to try to bring them along. Um, it's just going to be like, how do you get him to sell and who does he sell for? You know? Because in theory, he should just stand in the middle of the ring and everybody should run at him and bounce off come back, try to do something else, he punch him away, he come back again, try to grab a leg, he shakes him, you know what I mean? I mean, in, in theory, he should just be able to do very, as far as moves, he should be able to do a, a small amount of stuff to create a big impact. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he's so huge. But anyway, um, Alexa Bliss is going to be on her way back to Raw next week, as in we will see her on her way back next week. I guess, you know, uh, Veer has been coming for the last like uh, 12 weeks. We've never seen him yet. And they actually didn't run the promo this week. People was mad. 
That brings us to the main event. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins versus Big E versus Bobby Lashley with the winner earning a title match against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. The match goes into the crowd. They wind up in the concourse where Bobby Lashley uh, applies the hurt lock to Seth Rollins. Owens breaks it up with the trash can lid so he gets put through the t-shirt table. Messing up the good merch. Messing the real good merch. <laughs> Um, but yes, this uh, eventually all breaks down, and Bobby Lashley uh, is your champion, or is your winner, excuse me, and he earns the right to go face Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Do you like the calamity, the chaos? Not really. I like my chaos contained. It was a lot of action going on tonight. Oh yeah, it was definitely a lot of action. I mean they they definitely made it a wild brawl. Um, which uh, you know I guess works best in a situation like that. Um, and we're getting what we have been calling for for a long time. Thought we would never get, but we're getting. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. In a one-on-one matchup, it looks like. Right. So, basically, we're about to get a shoot fight because you know Bobby going to get in there and want to wrestle him. You know Bobby going to want to get in there and try some MMA with him, and then they going to like the last thing they might try is some professional wrestling. Yep. Actually, if they're smart... They, they would have three separate matches like that. They'd have like a wrestling type match where it's like, you know, college, collegiate style yeah, wrestling. Yeah, and then they have like a, a MMA match. I don't know how you would do that, but, you know, we'd figure something out. And then the last match be the straight up wrestling match. See how easy I just booked the program between those two? I see. Hey, man, it's not that hard sometimes. It's not that hard sometimes. But, um, yeah, this is the uh, Raw after day one. Brock Lesnar, free agent, wins the title. Now he's on Raw. So he's done a 180 from SmackDown to Raw. Um, They're just like everything else. Right now in the world, they're just making up this stuff as they go to accommodate, uh, you know, the things that they have to work with and work through. Um, I just wish that it would have been a really cool nugget if Big E could have held on to that title, got a chance to um, go to Royal Rumble as the champion, um, get mm-hmm. that one on one match at that big event. And then if you drop the title, then after a, you know, 15 minute, 20 minute hard hitting classic or very good match then I don't think a lot of people would be as upset I think a lot of people get upset when it's Brock just because we're already sensitive to Brock in in ending title reigns of our black champions uh, Rock Kofi and now Biggie mm-hmm Anything uh, else you'd like to add, sir, before I turn it over to you for the Mo Meltzer News segment of the week? Nah. Alright. Alright, here you go. Time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The Mo Meltzer News segment. I guess. Um... Wow, real quick. Um, so, um, if you listen to the dog match, you probably already heard this, but Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks um, tested positive for COVID. So, um, that may ca- cause some reshuffling 
in AEW's um, deck for tomorrow evening. Apparently, him and Brandon Cutler has contracted COVID, so we'll see how true that is. Um, excuse me. So, as you said, um, Don, Seth Rollins, the freaking, is officially a part of his name now. Hmm. Okay. I mean, he went from the Monday Night Messiah to the Friday Night Delight. Now he's <laughs> freaking. He is freaking Rollins. Um, so they they really are going with judges in this AEW match tomorrow. Um, you want to know who's they said who they said is going to be one of the judges? Uh, who they got? What you 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 you, you want to know? I, I, of course, I want to know. Don't be teasing. All right. Here's the thing you said you want to know, so I'm going to let you know. Okay, give it to me. Caster. Max Caster? Yeah. <laughs> I'm being clean. <laughs> they be trolling. They could be trolling. But you were saying the tweet that it's him. So. <laughs> Um, even Renee Paquette questioned Big E taking a pin at the Royal Rumble. A lot of people saying, hey, um, probably should have been someone else so they can have a rematch. But WWE was like, nah, mm-hmm. we're going to reduce that black man down some levels. Um, it's like Jake Atlas is all elite. Uh, maybe close to becoming all elite. I don't know if it's official. No, he's no, it's official. Oh, it's official. All right. It's official. Um, you know, Tony Khan does his. I'm sorry. This person, blah 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 blah. blah. This person is all elite. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, Moose has gotten in tremendous shape. He actually looks like a lollipop now. <laughs> his his head is yeah, bigger than the rest of him. Yeah. He doesn't look like a former offensive lineman anymore. Maybe some things that could use him. <laughs> The same. Um, uh, Tony Khan said some insensitive things. He said he let Big Swole's contract expire because she didn't think her wrestling was good. And then before that, he was basically saying that wrestlers, black wrestlers, just be specific. Excuse me, wrestled on wrestled on TV and won in the recent months. Yeah, it was uh, it was totally a hey, you're missing what we're talking about response for sure. <sighs> um, what was your initial reaction when you saw? Saw so what um the, the 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 comments and the comment about hey the two top executives in this company are brown people. Oh, I was just like, okay, that's cool though, but you can't disregard what she's saying and try to say throw it on the bus saying you know I don't have contract expired because I felt her wrestling wasn't good. I'm like, I think you gonna say the same thing about Brian Cage, who's been very outspoken. Him, him and his wife, um. 
Melissa Santos been very outspoken about how um things are going in um in AEW. Um, I don't hear nobody. I ain't seen no tweets. No, I'm right. Wrestlers talking about oh this I'm getting this I'm getting that I'm getting this treatment and that treatment in AEW. Um, what'd you think about the Brandy promo? Oh God, who, who I want? I want to know who pinned that. That was a very cringe. Listen, cringe listening pro world promo. If I'm a black, if you a black belt, I'm a black. Come on now. Not in front of that audience, Brandy, and definitely not the right context to be using the word bitch or referring to yourself as a bitch. Those roads, yeah. I swear. No self awareness at all. But that's what she did. She just. <laughs> Got herself in the headlines. Who told you it was open mic night? They made reference to Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. like, "Um, there's like, something." I prefer seen. to think of myself as Jim Cornette. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I said, "Wow." Yeah, uh, it was definitely a, you know, damn, Brandy, why are you out here faking? We know you don't sound like that. Why do you think that a angry black woman does sound like that? It's beyond me. Beyond all of us. I mean... A black woman can be can be angry and not usually curse words. Better watch out because somebody gets you in your sleep. <laughs> what you got next? Um, that's about it. It's nothing really. Well, you know how it goes. When that's dislike, you know what happens. As soon as we hit stop in the next 12 hours, something major is going to happen. Something's going to... Well, we got the, 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 the COVID thing, so... Right. That might be... Yeah, tomorrow, once we learn how AEW are going to have to book a show on the fly. Well, luckily, though, it didn't look like the... Well, what the Young Bucks scheduled to be? Was it that match? Is it the tag team match? Were they scheduled so. for a match? I believe so. I mean, you know how they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put themselves in all the right positions. <laughs> and man, Vince McMahon told you, the eraser. The most powerful part of the pencil. Well, at this time, if you don't have anything else to answer, I'll turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Um, right now, uh, Dawn, thanks for another show. Uh, Simi, obviously, to hear your voice on the NXT cast, Terry's boy, um, and Wallstar win J to the max. Um, shout out to the classic um, Mel because Mel always gets shout outs. Uh, shout out to Jupiter Julep and shout out to the actually glowing up and growing up this year for everyone. Um, may 2022 be a great year for success. Um, the sex you deserve, and a lot of other things. That's all I got. 
Well, thank you for those kind parting words, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. I'd just like to thank everybody for joining us here on this edition of the WrestleCast, episode 306. You can hear more of our content over on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. There you'll hear me and Miss Simi break down AEW each and every week, and you'll also get pre and post uh, recording conversations between myself, Mo to the underscore Reese, and Warren Starwin, uh, Miss J to the Max, Miss Simi as well. So please check out the content over there on the Patreon page, The Dark Match, where we will talk about AEW. We'll have more in depth conversation about this Tony Khan situation uh, with Miss Simi. I'm pretty sure she has a clip to unload as well. Uh, Thank you to Mo, to underscore Reese for joining me here. Thank you to Mr. Samuel Kalunga. Thank you to Greg and Classic. Miss Jupiter Julep, my nemesis. Um, She's going to be ducking me for the next couple of weeks, to, for the next week or so, as long as uh, Carmelo Hayes is still riding high. Uh, thank you to Miss V, Madam Lizette. Good luck in the finals of the fantasy football there. Um, thank you to everybody who's joined us in the Twitter spaces and the live tweets. We definitely appreciate it. The Glow. Uh, we definitely appreciate y'all as well. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. This has been episode 305 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Amazing that I have to repeatedly remind you that I am the first and only two-time Grand Slam champion in the history of this company. Making me both an all-time great and someone who has surpassed my so-called peers and legendary predecessors. But yet, I still have to myself in a match against Edge, a one-time Grand Slam champion. That's one uno in French. Eh. R. It's R. 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 Yes. We. So that time Grand Slam champions resilience and some questionable calls by the ref kept Edge alive throughout that entire match until that last kick out. That's when I saw it. The look of defeat in his eyes, the look when all hope is gone, the look of despair, the look of a young boy asking for his mommy, or in Edge's case, his wife. I was going to lay Edge to rest, then his wife showed up. You know her as WWE Hall of Famer, Beth Phoenix. I know her as the woman who interfered in my match and allowed Edge to cheat fate and steal a pathetic victory. Edge deserved to lose. You know it, and I know it. You know, Mike, most people would take the L and, and move on. Fortunately, actually, unfortunately, I know you better than that. I knew that you, you, you'd come out here and you'd bitch and moan and whine and complain and make every excuse in the book as to why I beat you at day one. I mean, it could have been the Browns lost last week. What else is new? You need your socks starched. You dropped a deuce in your drawers the minute you heard best music. Do I need to illustrate to everyone here in South Carolina? exactly what a hypocrite you are. I don't ask Beth to help me fight my battles. Yeah, everything that went down at day one, let's be clear, that was all my idea. And, and, and my idea is this. You want to rectify this travesty that happened at day one with a victory for yourself, right? Even though you picked this fight with me, even though what happened at day one would have happened whether Beth was involved or not, I'm just crazy enough to give you what you want. 
actually, we're gonna give you what you want. See, bear with me here. Imagine a huge marquee, lights, huge letters, the Miz and Maurice, the It Couple versus the Rated R Superstar and the Glamazon. The, the Grit Couple at the Royal Rumble. What do you say? Set! 